1: When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals
2: on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
0: Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now we've come off... One of the most memorable football weekends of the season, although it didn't necessarily involve a very compelling race for the Premier League between Liverpool and Manchester City and Arsenal, which is utterly fascinating in its own right. All of them have a chance. They're all big clubs. But yesterday at Wembley, the Carabao Cup final between Chelsea and Liverpool was in some ways breathtaking. I was so sucked into it. I thought it was very, very exciting. And, of course, Cueveen Kelleher, one of our own, was really the man of the match, although they gave it to Virgil van Dijk, who scored the winning header. And there's nothing wrong with that, except that Kelleher, I thought yesterday, kept him in the game with three brilliant saves and a generally competent performance. It's a pleasure now to welcome John Giles, a great player, great coach, great judge of the game, and his own club, Leeds United, had a great win on Friday night when they beat the league leaders, Leicester, in a a thrilling game that was settled late on. John, first of all, to Liverpool and Chelsea yesterday, we both admire Pochettino, the Chelsea coach I know. He looked devastated at the end. But what Liverpool did, with all their best players missing, all their goal scorers Virtually missing, Uh, a lot of kids on the pitch. In the end, seven, seven of the academy players were on the pitch. Mm. I found it thrilling. Now I know you're a much more, a much cooler dude, but (laughs) uh, what effect did it have on you?
2: It was brilliant, Damon. Um, It shows, like, see, from from Liverpool's point of view as we know Jürgen Klopp has done a great job for the yes. this is something behind the scenes that you don't see yes. until it comes out on the pitch especially in a match like that it's, it's such a, an important game you know cup final um, and it's back to the I think what is he nine years there
0: yep more or less yeah nine right. eight and a half years nine seasons I think nine seasons you know Yeah.
2: so obviously if a manager's there long enough and they're doing the job properly then you can get the the uh, the young players coming through and the way that you want them to come through. Yes. And this is what he's done. Apart from winning with the big players that he's had over the years, this is this is maybe in the long run maybe a bigger job yes. bringing these kids through than the job he's already done. It's yes. fantastic, and it shows you given the manager the time to do to do it. Uh, because not many managers get it now I mean you go back to, to, to Matt Busby yeah. originally who started it he had the time to do it and uh, but some managers have that time and they don't do it yeah. I know, you know you have to give credit where credit's due which I'm doing which for, for Liverpool to do what they did yesterday with the young players that they had yes. shows how, how good Klopp has been for Liverpool both at yes. the, the big end and the smaller end
0: Yes. And I mean, one of the young men who've come in, Connor Bradley, he's from Tyrone. Sadly, his father passed away from Parkinson's. He's a fantastic young player, John. But there were a lot more that came in. Elliot is a very experienced Premier League player now, but he's only, he's only a kid. But then there was four or five I, I'd never heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they, they were magic. Um, fella called Dan. And a number of others. Yeah, Bobby. Bob, I have a names. Few of them written down. Name it. Yeah, Bobby Clark.
1: Yes, his ben, father ben was Dol- a f- player. Dolk, yes, Lewis
2: Coombs. <laughs> I've got about ten of them li- written down here. Yeah, I've heard. Of, I mean, obviously, heard of uh, Bradley and Young Elliot. Yes, and, that, and Young Callagher.
1: Yes, he was which great, which wasn't you he? Already John?
2: mentioned. Ah, he's a great lad.
0: Yeah, we're lucky to have him. Liverpool are lucky to have him. And when you consider that. The other goalkeeper who's injured with a hamstring strike, uh, well, a pulled hamstring at the moment is Alison of Brazil, probably the best goalkeeper in the world, certainly he's one of them. Yeah, but, yeah, he's brilliant. And yeah. he's had sitting on the bench year after year, but he's willing to do it and then when he's called upon, yeah. he made a couple of great saves, yes, didn't
2: he? Oh he was brilliant. Kept him in the game in the first half, I mean
1: yeah.
2: like, he's a smashing lad, you know, you, yes. you can see it on obviously you can see it on the pitch. Never gets flustered, never gets onto his teammates, never makes a show of himself in any way. Just gets on with the job. Yeah. I mean. The the only thing I'd say, I'd say now, which would be a little bit of a, 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 a minus, he's not getting as many games as he should be getting. Yes, at I, his totally, age.
1: Yes, yes.
2: Now I'm sure he loves Liverpool and they, you know they look after him and, and that. But for goalkeepers, well, anybody, but goalkeepers in particular. Yeah. I think what is he you now? Twenty two, twenty three. I think
0: he's a bit older. I think he might be twenty four. Yeah. You know, like they need they need You need games. work. You need games. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. He's, but he's done it he, 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 well, anyway. That's in the future. But what he did yesterday and what he has done for Liverpool when I've seen him has, be, has been brilliant. Yes, no fuss, no bother, gets home with the job, doesn't blame anybody, just as some goalkeepers do. And uh, he did it for Liverpool yesterday, definitely at the time you said you, you mentioned there,
0: Eamon. Yeah, now the question for Chelsea, John since this fella in the summer, Ted Bowley. Spent a billion pounds on players. Brought in Pochettino, who we both respect. I think everyone in the game respects Mm. Pochettino. As much for his demeanour, which is always... But he looked like he was about to burst into tears at the end of the game, John. And when you looked on the pitch, Bowie bought an awful I don't like to describe human beings as rubbish. He's bought an awful lot of rubbish.
2: Yeah, and now that they're not doing well, you don't see Mr. Bowley at all now. No, I don't pay for them. It
1: either.
2: Yeah, you know, look, if they were if, if they were winning, uh, well, it, 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 as we know in football, I mean, it's not really the way to do it. No, you know, the manager has to be taken, uh, uh, given the responsibility of taking the players because every manager has has a vision of what they want, Damon. I mean. We might have talked about this before. Yeah. And to fulfil that vision, if that's the right words, you have to get the players in that you want. Yes. And the visions from a lot of managers, like Matt Busby's, was different to Stan Cullis, uh, nowadays, you know, the Manchester United coach has his own vision of what they, what they want to do. China would have his own But if you're not allowed and to fulfil that vision, you have to get the players in that you want on the pitch. Yes. The vision is, I want somebody to do this, somebody to do that, somebody to do the other. And then, then you train them and you, you, you play the matches and, and get even better at what you're doing but if you're if somebody else is buying the players in it's their vision yes so that's no good to the manager that like Potticino now no he, no
1: I probably and Baldi, sack
2: him Paul he never played football he's a great businessman he's doing what he's doing Eamon. but a lot of these great businessmen think they know a lot about football as well and football, they say, is a simple game. I mean, football another simple game. It's quite a yeah, complicated right. game, and you need people who are experts in the job to do what needs to be done. Yeah. Mister Baldy is not an expert in the job, no. and he should leave it to Potticino, who hasn't been given the job to get the players in that he wants.
0: Yeah, and he's got. He's ended up with. I mean, a lot of them were on the bench as they came on. A lot of them were on from the start. Are useless and uh, Klopp made a very revealing comment. One of the things Booley did in the summer was Liverpool were trying to buy a guy called Casido from Brighton as a midfield player. He's absolutely useless. But Liverpool had him for 100 million, and Booley went in and gazumped Liverpool, and they paid 115 million. And yesterday, uh, uncharacteristically, really. Perhaps in the flush of victory, Jorgen Club said, we dodged a bullet there with Casino, yeah. which is... And yeah, uh, yeah. uh, One other thing, John, that the Liverpool victory reflected surely was the great spirit in the club. And fair play to Van Dyke, Both of us have been a little bit critical of him or doubted him a little bit, and he certainly is fond of himself, but he and the other senior players that were there, Andy Robertson would be a good example of that. There weren't many yeah. of them. The very fact that those young lads can come into the team, feel part of what they're about, be respected, speaks to a culture in Liverpool Football Club where everyone is respected and there's no big-time Charlies in the dressing room. No.
2: Well, it's it's run properly, I Eamon. You know, like if you go back on the history, history of the game, you know, when Matt Busby did what yeah. he did, Alex Ferguson did what he did, you know, I was lucky enough, well, I played for With Matt Don Busby, Levy, yes, and, and Don Revie did what he, he had to do, all, all, all in different ways, but the main thing was that they, they, they knew the good players, the young players, treated them properly, coached them properly, and brought them in at the right time. Yeah. Now in Ferguson's case, he 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 did it in a big. Well, Matt Busby did before anybody else. He brought young boys yes. in. Uh You know, Ferguson uh, Ferguson did it at uh, Old Trafford. Yep. Now, when he brought Beckham and, and Scholes skulls and these lads in, gigs, and because they were, they yep. were brought up and brought up in the right in the right way,
0: Amen. Yes, and Alan Hansen famously said when Ferguson brought those young lads in, the first game of the season was Aston Villa away. And on will match of the day, they lost 3-1. Mm-hmm. And on will match of the day afterwards, or maybe in the commentary, I'm not sure, Alan Hansen, who was a great player and a very good analyst of the game, mm-hmm. said, you win nothing with kids. <laughs> and it, 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 I was reminded of it yesterday when Liverpool threw seven academy players on for the extra time, and they did win something with kids. So it was a very yeah. heartwarming Occasion, yeah, um, it's great.
2: It's great. It's great for Liverpool. Yeah. The only thing I, I saw in the paper this morning and again, I have to go to Gary Neville. Uh, yeah. He said he called it the the billion pound
0: bottle job. Yeah, he said that on, on the telly actually yesterday. Yeah, well, be, now, I, uh, oh, actually, we're not great fans of Gary Neville. However, when he said it, I must say I ch- I chuckled. But I've pre- I said a prayer to God last night to forgive me for liking Gary Neville's comment. Mm. His well, yes.
2: partner, you know, Patricino, gets on well with him. He does, yeah. But Patecino. I mean, to make the comments that he made, it's it's totally outrageous. I mean, yeah. I mean, to be fair, Klopp has done a great job. But he's been there for nine years. Yes. You know, Patricino hasn't even been there for two seasons. No, never season nine he's months. Not even getting the players that he wants to get, you yeah. know. Yeah. So to to throw it on him in yeah. that situation, I think is outrageous. But anyway.
0: Okay. Now a great day for Liverpool. And for Merseyside, really, especially when they go to London, they don't like the national anthems. They don't like much about Londoners. <laughs> uh, and you can I hear... i taking the Cups whole moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but now, to move on to the Premier League, John, and a, a, a contrast, really, we'll come to Arsenal in a moment, who've had a fantastic few weeks and who you said, before anyone else publicly, that you thought they had a real chance of winning the Premier League. I wasn't... Quite gone along with you, but you're, what you said is being, being borne out by the results. Before we go there, Manchester United have a new owner now, or at least his part owner. He owns 25% or thereabouts of the club, which he bought for a couple of billion. His name is Sir Jim Ratcliffe. He's one of the, he's a Mancunian apparently, and he's one of the richest men in England. And Eric tan Hag is the coach. They got beat at home. I, I, I don't think you saw the game, uh, but I saw it. No, I didn't. No. I I saw it. Yeah, and it was humiliating. They were beaten by Fulham, having been one 0 down. United got an equaliser with in the last few minutes, and then it was the 89th minute actually got the equaliser, but there was nine minutes overtime. United were attacking the Strefford end, and of course we've seen this movie so many times now that we could write the script and. It's always ends with a United victory, but this time it didn't. Obi on the counter-attack, scored a goal for Fulham, and Fulham are off home with three points. You were reading, though, John, and you talked to me about it at the weekend, some commentary or comments about what Sir Jim Ratcliffe was going to do, and this fellow, David Brailsford. Last yeah. time I heard of Sir David Brailsford, was he was managing the English cycling team or the Sky cycling team or something like that in the Tour de France? Now he's a registered expert on everything and he's coming in as well. Where yeah. does this leave Ten Hag, do you think? And you've got some evidence there, haven't you?
2: Well, yeah. Uh, um, well, I don't. It leaves him in a very, very poor position, I, 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 b- I believe, I Amy. Mean, because in all the talk that we've heard in recent times about uh, Brailsford and Gary O'Driscoll and. Uh, Eric Ten Hag hasn't been mentioned. No. In all the things that they're doing, if you look at it, he has, they haven't been mentioned. He hasn't been mentioned. And no. he's the present-day present day manager.
1: Yeah.
2: Right, so, so I was just writing things down about him. Like Sir, Sir Jim Raptoff, he's the part owner. Sir Dave Brailsford, they've got Gary Udriskel from Arsenal, Omar Burand, Brandon Ryder from yep. City, and Newcastle's Dan Ashford.
0: Oh yeah, they're looking for twenty million Newcastle for this guy. He's a headhunter, a footballer, a uh, scout, really. Hmm.
2: Uh, well, yeah, he's, he's that's really, Apparently, he's not on uh, the, the, the Newcastle manager's list. No, but he's, he's he 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 will lead recruitment. Yes, Simon.
1: this now, is now, so, Jim Ratcliffe.
2: Yes, yeah, no, now recruitment in a football club is one of the most important things in. The club. Yeah. And when Alex Ferguson was the manager, his recruitment man was his brother. Yes. <laughs> so getting recruitment, the right recruitment in, is 90% of the job. Yeah. Because all managers have a vision of what they want on the pitch. And to fulfill that vision, if that's the right word, you have to get the players in that you want.
0: Now, you read a little piece because they offered out to people what they're going to try and do. Can you read yes. that for for our listeners and for me? I enjoyed it the first time you read it to me over the phone.
2: So that's one of the things that, that, that they're talking about, you see. He said, and there's certain things I have to read, uh, Dan Ashford will leave a group. All right, so Jim is on record saying the style of football, going forward, will be chosen by committee. Yeah, Right? From the outside, it looks like a lot of control is taken away from Ten Hag. Brackler pointed to a better structure around the manager's role. He also said the style of play would be decided by a team of people. Amazing. And and the manager followed their lead. Ten Hag insists he has been trying to play the Manchester United way, uh, since he took charge of the club in the summer of seventy two, he said when I came in it was also it also had that got that direction. That is normal. In other words, he was told when he came in that, that it was normal to do what they wanted to do. Yes. Right? The club dictates the style, so you have to get an agreement about that. This is what he's saying. It is how I work now, so how we, we want to play, that is given by the leaders of the club. Right. they yeah. want to play dynamic proactive attacking football which during my time here I've always tried to do Tan Hag also says he will not be dictated to over players he has to work with so there's a contradiction there yes I have talks with them about it they will not bring in players the manager does not want because that will not that would not work
0: right so it's a mess
1: before they start.
2: yeah like, he, like tan Hag is actually contradicting himself. He's saying that's the way it was when I came in. Yeah. In other words, what he should be saying now, or start from the start, when I come in, I have to be in charge mm-hmm. of the comings and goings yeah. of this of of the playing situation. Yeah. Because that's how you become a good manager. You have the players in that you want, Damon, and you get rid of the players that you don't want. Now, what I'm reading there is it doesn't it ha- doesn't have that from the time he came in, and he certainly won't have it now. Yeah, you know, Mister Ratcliffe, so Jim Ratcliffe is is in, is in charge of the situation. The four, three or four people he's got in, he's brought in, and the the the, the recruitment man is coming yes. in from Newcastle that he's bringing in. Yes. So recruitment, Damon. I know I keep going on about it, recruitment means getting the players in that you want. Yeah. And certainly getting rid of the players you don't want. Yes. In my opinion, in football, it's ninety percent of the job. Because you're bringing, if you're the manager, you want the players in that you want. Because you have a vision of how you want that team to play and who you want on the pitch.
1: Yeah.
2: If somebody else is doing it, you're as manager, <laughs> you're out. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
1: Now, let me just ha- uh,
0: where he, you've read this this is the was a press conference they held, a press yes. day, and and you've got a paper in front of you there, and this was the message they were sending out, and it was effectively yes. kind of bypassing the coach, the head coach or yeah. the manager, or whatever you want to call him now, yeah uh, these days. So Ten Hag is sitting there, he's listening to this, he's looking across the room, and he sees Sir Jim Radcliffe. Maybe he gets it mixed up with Ted Booley. But anyway, he sees then Brailsford, whose expertise appears to be in cycling. Maybe that's underestimating. Maybe he knows everything about everything. But it looks like things are going to change at Manchester United. And the question, I suppose, listeners and Manchester United fans will want to know, will Eric Ten Hag be part of that change? And I have a feeling he won't be, John
2: no well what what what's what I'm reading out there and what they're saying amen
0: he's no chance of being in charge
2: of it. <laughs> no in I charge know. Of it, they might they might they might put him out still as the coach yeah and and, and say uh, this is the team, these are the players we're bringing in uh now you coach them, yeah <laughs> you know, there's a big difference between being the coach Eamon, and being in charge of the situation and particularly the recruitment
0: well now, this managers- is this is a question I want to ask you because. <laughs> I think that's the same, that's the same, at a number of, I, even at Liverpool. Did Jurgen Klopp buy, uh, Mo Salah? Did he buy some of those great players? I'm not sure he did. The, this is a new thing. There's a guy called Edwards at, at Liverpool at the time. He was the head of recruitment and he was said to be brilliant at his, his job. Yeah. And uh, yeah. just to take you back, John, When Leicester won the Premier League in 2016 Mm. they had all of these players, like Jamie Vardy say, who'd been playing Mm. non-league football and they had all these journeyman players really who were brought in and the guy who brought them in was Mickey Walsh, who used to play for Ireland, his brother. Mm. Now they won the league and Mickey Walsh, his brother was hailed as a genius. Then he went to Everton and they did they, they lost everything. They they listened to him. He he went off and bought the players and have been fighting relegation ever since. So, well,
2: it's... Cameron, well, can, I, can you, I just interrupt you then? You Football, can, the certainly. Leicester, the, the Leicester situation, we don't know whether the, the coach at the time had the say in that. You know, he might have been recommending the players and we don't know if the manager of that particular club did what he wanted to do. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. You, you bring the the, the Klopp situation is 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 another matter altogether. I would doubt if he brought in the, all the players himself. Yes. Because I don't know whether he would have time to look at them. Right. But I would say that he would have final say on it. Yes. Because he would he would see he would see certain amount of the players to do it. So the, the, there can be a situation where. The 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 the, the, uh, the recruitment man is is good at seeing the players, but but the manager has the last say in it. I don't know. We don't know what's the situation, but what we're, what we see at Manchester United is what what he what what Ten Hag has now or what he's coming into will definitely have no say, in my opinion, in the recruitment.
0: Yeah. Now the guy who the the coach Claudio Ranieri was the ca- uh, coach for when well, Leicester yeah,
1: defied history
0: yeah. and, and logic won the 2016 yeah. Premier League was quite remarkable uh, a, a remarkable achievement but we don't know the, the word went out anyway that it was Mickey Walsh's brother Mickey played for Ireland he was a good player actually he sent it forward um,
2: yeah, I mean can I just interrupt you in my opinion in football not what I know but the recruitment guy will will definitely come to the fore. Really? will. Yeah. <laughs> when things go well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. With, with, let's just go back in time a little bit. Now, yeah. Alex Ferguson is on the board. Now for sure Alex is on the board. Now. Now there's no doubt. Amen. I when he was the manager, he was in charge. Oh, of absolutely.
1: Recruitment. Yeah, no, absolutely.
2: No, his brother was, was was the was the, the chief the, scout. The scout. Yeah. The chief scout. And there's no doubt. Ferguson was in charge of that that situation. Now, if, if now maybe times have changed that much, but he's on the board now. I'd be surprised if well, he you didn't go. say because yeah. the, the, the 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 new guy coming in is always about, on about Sir Alex. Quite rightly, he did a great job. Would he not, Sir, ask Sir Alex? How did he do it?
0: <laughs> well, and he wouldn't be told what Sir Jim Ratcliffe proposes to do, would he? Exactly. But he's
2: done it. You know, Ferguson has done it. There's no doubt whatsoever he was in charge of it. And he brought the young players in, didn't he? And then he brought all the players and he won this. He won that. He's one of the best managers of all time. There's no doubt he was in charge of it. Now, I can't see. I think the game has changed a lot where you get these these coaches in and the recruitments and all that. I don't think it's for the better. I think the old way is the best. If the manager is the manager and he's in charge of the team and results. He should be the one that's picking the players coming in. Okay. I certainly don't think that that is going to be the way on the new boys coming in at Old Trafford.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt they could be heading for a massive car crash. So, Jim Ratcliffe is also saying that um, they're going to rebuild the ground. It's become a dump, and it has, the glaziers have let it go to rot. Going to rebuild the stadium at the same time as they're going to shoot up the league and qualify for the Champions League. I, I want to talk to you about two things now, particularly, And
2: so just before you go further there, for yeah. anybody coming into the game now in that situation, especially Sir uh, Jim
0: Ratloff, have a look at Chelsea. Yes, it's an object lesson. Disaster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but see, the. We'll see how things go, but oh, yeah, the thing about the billionaires, moment. John, is billionaires don't listen to anyone. I've known a few yeah. of them. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. They, in their own mind, they've made their billions yeah. because they're smarter than everyone else. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And and yeah. they they don't listen. I I won't name names, but I've known a few, mm-hmm. and their kind of eyes glaze over when you're mm-hmm. talking. <laughs> Even if you're talking about football, which is something I know something about, they're not really, it, they have their own take on it. And mm-hmm. therefore, it's not good news for Manchester United fans in a certain way. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. But
2: well, you see, the thing is, Joe's um, really mentioned that. said, everybody talks about football and they say it's a simple game. Yeah, it's I not. Think. Now, you know, I know, football is not a simple game. No. Actually, it's a very complicated game. Yeah. It's different to business altogether. It's a million million, million, as you said. The the, the man coming in now is a brilliant man. He's made a great, he's been a great businessman. But that doesn't mean he knows anything about football.
0: No. And we will watch that space with great interest. Interest. um, Given that you've informed us of what, uh, well, I'm to
2: give you my take on it. Then, yeah, I know, but not. you've
0: also given me what they've said in the newspaper you have in front yeah. of you there with all the names, including Brailsford, yeah. who's, uh, we'll see. And now, mm. let's move on, John. Okay. There's two things I want to ask you about. One of them I know is dearly close to your heart Leeds United. Oh, yeah. On Friday night, playing a big, big match against Leicester. Leicester are, are top of the championship. They look sure. Or look sure to or have looked sure to go automatically into the Premier League after surprisingly dropping out of it actually. And Leeds with that win, John, two one to one nil down. I watched the game on Friday night. Yeah. You didn't think they were gonna win it. No. I didn't think they were gonna win it. Bang bang. They won it. Yeah. Three one it? Three one was it? yeah. I thought it was two. Yeah. I stopped watching when it was two one. I had to watch yeah. The late late show, <laughs> <laughs>
2: but I, but I must I must say watching the game, I mean, yeah, I thought Leeds got away with it,
0: right? Yeah,
2: they won they won three one, but the the chances that Leicester missed were, was incredible. It was yeah. one of those nights it went it certainly went their way and they took advantage of it and good luck to them. Yeah, and but but they have I think they won nine on the bounce. Yes. I mean. You know, so they've got themselves in a the great position. They're, they're what, only six points, I think, behind Leicester.
0: Um, yeah, the they moment. are six points behind Leicester, level with Ipswich, uh, and five points in front of Southampton, who had been going well. And there was 36,900 that match, John. So oh, the glory yeah. days might be about to return. All the short well, there's of. A good,
2: there's a good chance now, Eamon. As, as you saw, I mean, the, 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 leads, the lead supporters, are the most, most fanatical I've seen, Eamon. Yeah. And a lot of young kids there. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. Going nuts. You know, they're they're mad to get back as much as they can to the old day, quite rightly as well. And uh, the the manager of Fark is doing a a, a terrific job with them.
0: Yeah, that's your legacy, John and Billy Bremners and all the great players Eddie Gray, Peter Lorimer, all the great players that there was there in your day. And of course, to to Don Reavy who was your. Manager in those days, he was called. I don't suppose Don levy would have taken very well to having Mister Brailsford, Sir Brailsford, coming in and telling who to pick and no, who to Don, buy. Don,
2: Don, did it. Don did I know, it. I know. I and, know. And, and he was very really lucky. I mean, I can't think of the chairman at the time. Yeah. And it was it was a new chairman. He was a Leeds United yeah. fanatic, but he let Don do what do Don what wanted think. to do. Yes. No no doubt about that. He yeah. didn't interfere in any way whatsoever, and he gave Don, because Don didn't make a very good start, you know, when he first yeah. took over as yeah. manager. Yeah. But he stuck by him, let him do what he needed to do, and then Don got the young players in and all that, and getting the players in he wanted, and and did, did one of the big jobs in football.
1: Yeah,
0: and interestingly, I want to move on to Arsenal. Uh, interestingly, John, when Matt Busby took over in 1945, immediately after the war, They won the Cup, Manchester United, in 1948, captained by Johnny Carey, actually, an Irish legend, really, uh, someone I know that you loved. And then they didn't win the league until 1952. So there was no instant success at Manchester United, which Busby went on to build up to greatness. Uh, So it isn't necessarily quick. Nobody would get that amount of time, would they? I mean, that's seven years before he won the league. Nobody,
2: but he, we had a lot of success coming with the team. He, 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 as you know, created the Busby Bay. Oh, yes, yes. So as, as soon as the, 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 the Johnny Carey, Jackie Carey team got too old. Yes. He, he put those young lads in straight yes. away. yeah. Straight away. And I, I think, I think, or I believe is the time when, when, when he did what he did was very clever. Apparently, at that time, you could only sign two young players on. Yes, in in the in the in the run of the, the the clubs. Yes, and there's no doubt that he he was definitely paying a few bob for Duncan Edwards and Bobby Charlton. Duncan Edwards was a Wolves nut. Yes, and Bobby Charlton was a Newcastle nut. Yeah, so and they were fifteen. He got them at fifteen but instead of having two he put only two I and mean,
0: he yep. put them on the ground staff yes so they didn't register his players so
2: he didn't yep. he didn't register his players and that's where he created and got all those young fellas uh it, it, at that particular time which was very clever very brave to do what he did because the, the the 1949 team was was a 48 team was was a great team but they got older yes and that, that, that's what we did from yeah. there, and credit you. But again, he was allowed to do it. Amen.
0: Yeah. Now we've we've run way over time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's a pleasure because you know, uh, I'm sure it's a pleasure for Manchester United fans, for Liverpool fans, and I think it'll be a pleasure for Arsenal fans when you tell us. You told me about a month ago privately that uh, you thought Arsenal were being underestimated. You then said to me, I think they're real contenders. And since you said that, which was before their spectacular results, uh, they scored 15 goals and taken the points in every game. They scored six, they scored five, and against uh, Newcastle, who were no pushovers, they scored four, and they won 4-1 on Saturday night. John and you now, obviously that hasn't deterred you from thinking they're real contenders.
2: Well, it's well, yeah, it's increased my, my yeah. view of that, mean, I, I think what's happened to them it, it's not so long ago where where people were writing them off in yeah. in in terms of going for the league. Eamon.
0: yes, and I was one of them. I just didn't think in, they had the bottle for
1: it. To no, be honest. I didn't. I right. didn't. Eamon.
2: I yeah. thought. Did they, that. They, 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 of course, I think that's taken the pressure off them. Yes, oh. and pressure is it's like they've got a very young team. Yes, and pressure is, is is can be very very difficult to handle at uh, for for young lads coming into the team. And he's got a good few young lads coming into the team. Yes, so I think when it's oh well they're out of this. now you're in a different in a different situation altogether. Yeah, because they've got really good players. That that's when that happens. They can it relaxes them. Yes, in other words, we don't have to win today. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, we're not supposed to be in it anyway. Yeah, and I think that's what's happened to the moment. It's 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 not it's not a simple thing. It's it's a very very difficult thing to to go with the pressure. Yes, to win things, and they're a young team. So I think once people were writing them off, and a lot of people did write them off, myself included, they've played exceptionally well. Yeah, uniquely, actually. I think then.
0: one of the keys matches might have been the home game against Liverpool. A month ago, they beat Liverpool three yes. one, and I think yeah. they they actually hammered Liverpool in the first half and could have scored more than the three oh, they yeah, yeah. they could have and yeah. that may have been a turning point for them too, John, because they yeah. they're playing a team that everyone rates and they yeah. gave they gave them a bit of a hiding. So now the way it stands at the top of the Premier League is Liverpool, Manchester City. Arsenal—they've all played 26 matches. Liverpool are 60 points, and the uh, City are a point behind, 59, and Arsenal are another point behind uh, City at 58. So that's yeah. it. It's a three-horse race.
2: Oh, it's a three-horse. I thought it was a two-horse race at that time when we were talking, it Yeah. I mean. yep. And I think that gets through to the players. You know, like the, the players are reading the paper, saying, "You oh, know, we're out of it," and they're not, they're not expecting anything. So pressure, pressure is is. In those games, I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, you know,
2: yeah, and oh. um, for, it, for it to be taken off them now, what we've got to see is that now, when they're back in the race again, yes, that's they go with it,
0: yep. Well, we'll see, we we'll see, it's yep. fascinating stuff, but they won't be sending for Sir Jim Brailsford or whatever his name is, no, yeah, uh,
2: because it is it, that they're, they're being run properly. I mean, if you look at the teams now at the top, yeah, Liverpool definitely run properly, Man City run properly. And I think Arsenal now, and maybe have been, but now getting the, the, this, this new new confidence into them will, will be a big, big race now.
0: Okay, John, it's great to talk to you every Monday as we mostly do, although occasionally it's Tuesday because it's Monday Night Football, but then Monday Night Football tonight didn't inspire us. as one game in the Premier League. We're very grateful to John Giles, one of the great judges of all time, one of the great players of all time as well. If you're young, I can't tell you how good he was. Uh, He wasn't much of a coach for me. Dropped me, messed me around. Didn't turn up for Ireland, which is why I got 23 caps. (laughs) Anyway, we're grateful to John, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon.